Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Take a listen to today's fresh episode, Messengers. We need messengers of the cross who are the very message that they preach. They are fasting from eloquence and they are allowing God to simply move through them that he might reconcile all people to himself. Take a listen, share with others, and be encouraged today. Let's be messengers of the cross unto him. I want to read a simple excerpt from Oswald Chambers, My Utmost for His Highest Devotional. Because I'm pondering, you see, the goals, the assignment directives here at NMM, uh, looking to see, are we staying true to the course that God has set out for us? Are we uh, staying uh, faithful to the assignment? And the number one um, assignment directive is reproducing messengers of the cross. That means reproducing in others the very life of Christ himself and igniting by that uh, that which God himself put inside each person that they might live unto him. So I wanted to read in light of that, I wanted to be able to read this excerpt from Oswald Chambers. Now it's from July 17th, so I'm not reading it like the horoscope, okay? I'm not I'm I'm looking at it as this is one of those um daily devotionals that has gripped me over the years. And this particular one um consistently comes up before me um as one who talks much. <laughs> and uh as I'm looking at and rereading aspects of uh, Watchman Nee's book, The Messenger of the Cross, um, you can see that these are things that stir me, things I pass on to others that I want to encourage them in, because we are going to need truth-tellers that are made by the Father. We need those who tell the truth those who live the truth, you can see this in Ephesians 4.15. But God himself has to make us that. We don't make ourselves. So I simply want to read this to you today, and I pray that it will encourage you, that it will encourage you very, very deeply. So Oswald speaks out of 1 Corinthians 2.4, where Paul said, My speech and my preaching We're not with persuasive words of human wisdom. So here's the devotional. Paul was a scholar and an orator of the highest degree. He was not speaking here out of a deep sense of humility, but was saying that when he preached the gospel, he would veil the power of God if he impressed people with the excellency of his speech. Belief in Jesus is a miracle produced only by the effectiveness of redemption, not by impressive speech, nor by wooing and persuading, but only by the sheer, unaided power of God. 
The creative power of redemption comes through the preaching of the gospel, but never because of the personality of the preacher. Real and effective fasting by a preacher is not fasting from food, but fasting from eloquence, from impressive diction, and from everything else that might hinder the gospel of God being presented. The preacher is there as the representative of God, as it quotes in 2 Corinthians 5.20, as though God were pleading through us. He is there to present the gospel of God. If it is only because of my preaching that people desire to be better, they will never get close to Jesus Christ. Anything that flatters me in my preaching of the gospel will result in making me a traitor to Jesus. And I prevent the creative power of his redemption from doing its work. Mm. He then closes by quoting John twelve thirty two, And I, if I am lifted up, will draw all peoples to myself. Now, also reading from the messenger of the cross, uh, deep into um, chapter 1, says, Reason for failure in messages of the cross. Men and women who have not been crucified cannot and are unfit to proclaim the word of the cross. The cross we preach to others should first crucify us. The word we preach should first burn itself deeply into our life so that our life is the living message. The cross we proclaim ought not just be a message. We ought to let the cross live out of us daily. Then what we preach will be more than a message, but a kind of life which we daily exhibit. Then we shall be able to impart this life to others as we preach. Further down it says, Our failure lies in the fact that we too often only use our intellect to examine God's word and only take what we have read in books and heard from teachers or friends as our message using our minds then to organize the resultant material. Though we may have many good thoughts and topics, and though our audience may listen very attentively and with interest, our work ends there, since we are unable to impart the life of God to them. The word we preach is indeed the cross, but we cannot share the life of the cross with others. All we have done is to communicate to them some thoughts and ideas. Do we not know that what people lack is not good thoughts, but they lack life? My friends, Jesus said that he came to bring life and life abundantly. Life of them, from them, and with them. And my friends, I fear that oftentimes we as preachers and teachers, if we're not careful, we get in his way. Now, I also believe we are his way, meaning I believe all of his people are his way into the earth. That's his plan, that he has come to live inside of us and express himself, be an extension of his authority in the earth. I don't think I am in his way. I think flesh gets in his way. He wants him and I to, um, to move together as one. 
Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen my father. The father was moving in him, through him. So what gets in his way is flesh, is self, the ego of the preacher and of the teacher. And this can be so very subtle. But if there are going to be true messengers of the cross reproduced, then uh, as I shared recently uh, in the On the Hunt 1.0 and 2.0 podcast episodes, you know, we must enter in for ourselves. Are we the very message that we preach? Are we willing to fast from eloquence? Because eloquence, my friends, shuts down and makes void the power of the cross. And we are in deep need as teachers, preachers, you know, to realize that oftentimes we've been building ourselves and not the people of God, wanting something for ourselves, to be recognized, to be appreciated, all of that. Mm. My friends, we must enter in with him, let him make us according to what he desires and let him use us. I always joke with people and tell them, don't read Watchman Nee unless you're absolutely certain that you know that God loves you. <laughs> because he's definitely not going to be catering uh, to, to just making you feel warm and fuzzy and loved. But one of the things that he consistently, because he never sat down to write books, he was these were sermons, these were uh, trainings uh, and messages to equip and train the people of God. Someone else took them and made them all in, into books. But he will say, are you useful to him? Hmm? I want to be useful to the Father because I know how much he loves me. I'm already convinced that he is for me. Therefore, who could be against me? I mean, trust me, he has proven, proven his love. He doesn't need to do anything else to prove his love to me. I believe the greater question is, is not does he love me, does he love us, but do we love him? And do we love him out of the very love that he has poured into us? So that's not a condemning performance, you know, oh, you should love God. No, you can't love God unless you first let him love you. He pours love into you, the God kind of love. But his love begins to mature you as a son. And that awakens the very life of Jesus in us. And if we are maturing, then the same kind of thought and language and heart and focus of Jesus begins to be ours. We are one with him. And so I want to encourage you to think upon these things because I'm praying you'll all be messengers of the cross. That's not about platform, my friends. That's about living every day. And I want to ignite messengers of the cross, reproduce messengers of the cross. I want to spend time with people who want to truly get ready. That they're not just looking for what's going to make them feel better, be better. But they realize, oh, how he loves me. And I'm beginning to long to love him back. 
right? Just live unto him. And to share the gospel message of how amazing God is in the person of Jesus Christ, what they have accomplished in the cross of Jesus Christ, so that all mankind might be reconciled back to them for their purposes. My God, this isn't just about saving people from hell. Hell is the eternal separation from God. But people are separated right now as they are living and moving about. This is about now dealing with the separation so that they are returned to him. Let us be his messengers by his forming and fashioning his own self within us. Could we fast today from all of our self-focus, all of our eloquence, being afraid that others won't like us or what we have to say or how we'll appear and how the sound of our voice will be and what if we make a mistake, my friends, what if you do? Hmm? The power, the power of his life moving through, the power of his cross that is crucified you, meaning the, the, the active work of the cross within you, <laughs> whether you fumble or stumble or look awesome, there's a power moving through you, right, that has first transformed you. And now it's passing through you. And he's able to grip those in your, quote, audience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whether that's one or 500 that so reaches through and grips them and draws them to himself. Hmm? Trust me, you making mistakes is not going to shut down the power of God. Let the gospel go forth and let him be heard. Let his heart be known. Let his voice be heard? Could people hear him and see him through you and that they then might choose him and you could walk off in anonymity? (laughs) And his name will be upon their lips, not yours. Oh, Father, make it, make it so. In the lives of your sons, Bring forward true messengers of the cross. So, my friends, I love you all. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.